Ready? Ready. Ready? Ready. Clank. Drink. Ah. We're ready. It's actually very good today. This time. Maybe this time. We're not doing cabaret. Stop. Okay. Okay, wait. Are you ready for this? Yes. I wrote down to do the disclaimer first. Go good. I'm so ready. Hi. Wait. Wait. Hi and welcome. What episode is this? Five. Hi. Five. This is Nathan. Hi, everyone. This is Nathan. And this is Booze and Broadway. We're getting right into it. We have so much to cover today. This will be a long episode, even with edits, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, wait, stop. Disclaimer. I will be drunk. I will get things wrong. We will get through it together. Guess who's back? Back again. Karina's back. I'm her friend. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Slate. Hi, I'm Karina B. Mr. I am guest number five. Host number, co-host number I five. I guess, yeah, oh yeah. Host number five, co-host number five. And this is Wicked. Yeah! <laughs> Was everybody just so excited? <laughs> um, okay, so I'm trying to become a more organized person as we go along, as we stumble along. This is you a live, reference. You learn. You're making a Jay Little Pill reference. Yes. I am making a Drowsy Chaperone ah. reference. Both musical references, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to start doing this new thing at the beginning. If I have things to announce, I'm calling it my I have some notes section. Um, first of all, really big news, we're Apple approved now. Yay! I'm so excited. We got the email yesterday, and then we went uh, live around 6 o'clock yesterday. So... Rate, subscribe, tell a friend, share the link. That's all I'm asking you to do is to do those things. And we'll be, we'll be square. One of my friends was just listening to the other podcast, and she was like, Nathan, you know that you got this thing wrong. And while I do have the disclaimer, I do want to be corrected on things. So there is an appropriate way to do that. And with that is... With kindness. With kindness. And I know that it will come from a loving place that everybody is trying to make sure that I am as accurate as possible, and I really do appreciate that. So you can email me at boozeandbroadway at gmail.com. It's the word and. It's not the ampersand. It's the word and. Email me if you hear something. If you have my number, text me. I'm not going to give that out if you're not one of... (laughs) My number is... So, um, So, yeah, please correct me. Please email me, and I... And this feeds into what I'm about to announce next. There will be a point, maybe maybe later, once I do a couple of episodes, um, I will probably do an episode each season, quote unquote, called Let's Go Back. And I will cover any plot holes that I've missed. I'm going to re-listen to the episodes and uh-huh. try to cover plot holes. If I, if I did something in one episode that I stuck with and I didn't do it, I'll, I'll go back and talk about things that I made changes with in other episodes. So don't worry. If I miss your favorite part of a show, I will go back. I have a list running of things that I need to talk about. Um, my first correction comes from my friend Emily. Um, I keep saying soundtrack to these shows. They are recordings. They are original. Most of them are original Broadway recordings or some kind of cast. revival cast. Yeah. So... They are recordings, not soundtracks. Let's drink. And speaking of drinks. I was going to say, tell them what you're drinking. Oh, this will be the first time I'm actually talking about a drink. Yes, because you 
I tweaked it, but you came up with it. Yes. So we're drinking what we're calling, since we're doing Wicked this year. This, oh, this year. Oh, it might no. take us a year. Girl, we have so much to cover. Um, we're drinking what I'm going to call the Green Elixir. That's cute. Thank you. I know That's I didn't tell you so about this. Cute. So um, it is orange juice, mm-hmm. blue carousel. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Coconut rum. Yes. And peach schnapps. Yes. It is very good. Very good. And you can't see it. We're going to post a picture. There'll be a video. Well, you have a video. Remember, oh, we, we're going to post a video. On Instagram, which is, what is your handle? Booze and Broadway. Okay. But it's like the perfect color green. It is It is alphaba green right now. It is now. like insanely, like it's the perfect color green. It's so good. Yay! That wasn't even five minutes. Girl, we got it. We're good. Oh. Who needs who needs who needs men? <laughs> not me. Cries. Um, that was stop. I'm not crying yet. yet. <laughs> All right. So we're getting into wicked. Yes. I'm so excited. This has so much of what I. It's spectacle. Listen. It's gay. <laughs> it's it's Wizard of Oz. So it's gay. Yes. It's got Kristen Chenoweth in it. Who's your favorite human on the face of the planet? I love her. <laughs> I have a signed picture of her. You did, do? Did you not know this? No. Daniel got it for me. It is, to date, my favorite gift I have ever gotten. Did he just, like, order it, like, on eBay or something? He paid some absorbent amount of money. He would never tell me how much. Aww. And there is, it is framed. I have a framed picture of Kristen Chenoweth that is signed. That's so cute. Okay. You've seen this show. I've seen it twice. How many times? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it twice. You've seen it twice. I have. I saw it once at the Chicago Theater, which is a gorgeous theater. I didn't know you saw it in Chicago. I just assumed it was both on tour at TPAC. No. The first time was it was my senior trip. I thought that was already killing him. Come <laughs> to interrupt. Um, I saw it. My senior also, trip. time out. If you. If you are comfortable with the Killians being included, the Killian interruptions being included, let us know. If you want me to edit that out, also let me know, because I know that hits people's ear wrong. That, like... A four-year-old just comes tearing through the house. Yeah, and I don't want... Just let me know. This ha- this is recorded in a house that has a four-year-old in it. Like... Yeah, so we can't... It's usually recorded after bedtime, but he doesn't sleep. I yeah. Just... I think, I think Beetlejuice was the worst when he busted it. But that was funny. Yes. Okay, you saw it in Anyways, Chicago. So I saw it in Chicago with my senior trip... My mom got me tickets to see it. Do you remember who was your cast? No, not at all. It just, I think it, A, was so long ago. Is that your signed picture? No, that's actually, the signed picture I have, my mom went and saw it at a Kentucky theater where, like, they did it in, like, a dinner theater manner, which I do not know how that worked. Okay. But it was, like, a touring company, so, like, it was a legit cast. But, like, they did it, like, cabaret style, which was weird. Anyway, and she got it signed there. So she has seen it three times. But, and then I saw it again at TPAC when it toured. Okay, so I saw it at TPAC first. Okay. And I loved the alphabet. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember the names yeah, I don't of, remember any of the performers. And I, I don't even know if I have the playbill for that. I, I will do. I will I'm look sure at I do somewhere. Uh, but, but that's in storage, like, far yeah. away. So I, that's a dig. I also saw it at the Gershwin in New York when I Ugh. went with my parents to oh, New York. That's right. And I remember the uh, Glinda mm-hmm. was Chandra Lee Schwartz. She was so good. Mm-hmm. And 
Andy Carl, who was Warner in okay, Legally yes. Blonde, was the Fiero. Because yeah. I told that story in Legal Blonde. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I know him. I saw him. Okay. Wicked. Yes. Music and lyrics by Stephen Schwartz. Yeah. This man, you know Stephen Schwartz. I do. He did Pippin. He did Godspell. Mm-hmm. He wrote music for Pocahontas. He wrote oh, I didn't music know that. for yes. He wrote music for Hunchback of Notre Dame. That makes sense. And he wrote music for the Prince of Egypt. Oh, uh, the came, movie or the both? Okay, both. He got wrote it. the music for the movie, and, and then, then when it went to Broadway, got it. There is a video of him and Shoshana Bean, who was an Alphaba, and Cynthia Erivo during quarantine singing uh, "When You Believe." Ugh. It's so good. You have to look at it. Okay. Book by... when Y'all, there's so much to cover. I'm trying to speed through this very quickly while also trying to get inebriated very quickly. The book is by Winnie Holzman. This... She, she wrote for TV. Okay. And then when Steven got the rights for the show... He was like, I want her to do it. Mm. So this is like her big Broadway thing that she wrote the book for. I can, a lot of decisions make sense now knowing that she wrote for TV first. Yes. Yeah. I nodded my head and I felt the room oh, swirl. <laughs> so we're good. Okay. It's, it is based on a combination mm-hmm. of three separate things. The 1995 Gregory Maguire novel... Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Which I have read a very long... I read it in high uh, high school. That's what I read it, too. I read half of it, at least. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, which is the book by L. Frank Baum. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Gay Wright's 1939, The Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Wizard of Oz, which starred Judy Garland. Garland. Y'all, I used to watch that movie... All the time. I, I just now remembered your obsession with those shoes. Literally. Y'all, okay, now I have to tell the story. I need Really I, quick. I figured you would And anyway. I did not, I did not write that down. I was obsessed with, uh, ooh, with the ruby slippers as a child. And so for my eighth birthday, mm-hmm. my mom took it, I think it was part business trip, part, it, it worked out very well with what they wanted to do. Yeah. They took me to the Smithsonian. And they were like, we're going to take you to see the ruby slippers. That's what we're going to do. It's going to be great. And I walked in, and there was a big sign (laughs) with a picture of the ruby slippers on it. And it said, this week only, the ruby slippers are taking a tour of America. And they were going to different museums to be, like, showcased there. And I stood in the lobby of the Smithsonian, and I, like, bawled like a baby. And to this day, I have not seen them. But when I was— no, they haven't. There, there were only two. <gasps> one of the pairs have been stolen. Yes, 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 yes. So a couple of years, well, when I was in college, so not a couple of years <laughs> ago, but when I was in college, my brother sent me a text message of him at the Smithsonian besides the shoes, and he was like, suck it, bitch. Like, and it, I cried. I was like, why did you get to see them and I didn't? What Little Brothers, forever. So it's a combination of those three things. Yes. The bits are taken from each part. Steven Schwartz begged for the rights to this show. He's like, I have this great story. I really want to write it. And he finally got the rights. And he basically just, the when it came down to him writing the script, he wanted to ask the question, 
what is wicked, like what is being wicked, mm-hmm. and is there a difference between? Are, okay, I'm sorry. It's phrased differently. Are good intentions that yield bad results the same as bad intentions that also yield bad results? Uh, so it's like I can want to do something good and yeah. it all turn to shit. But is that the same thing as me being a bad person and like in- right. intentionally doing those things? Uh, that makes a lot of sense. It's a, like a whole song and act. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So there was a San Francisco tryout. It ran for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was Christian Chenoweth and Stephanie J. Block. Oh. They did the workshops. I did not know that. You need to read, everyone needs to read Christian Chenoweth's uh, memoir, A Little Bit Wicked. She talks a lot about being in Wicked. Because it was like, I think it was like fresh off her being in the show. Okay. She, like one of the last things she wrote about, writes about in that book is the first time she was on Glee. So it was like... Oh, forever ago. Yeah, yeah. So she was like always Glenda. Mm -hmm. And then after workshops, Adina Menzel auditioned and got Elphaba. This was rectified because Stephanie was the first Elphaba on tour and then eventually went on to Broadway. So it's okay. Stephanie got her turn as Elphaba. Okay. It opened in the Gershwin Theater on October 8th. 2003. Yes. Which was a little bit earlier than I thought it opened. I thought it opened in 2006. Yeah, I kind of did too. But it's 2003. Because I remember being upset. I graduated in 2008, and I specifically remember my junior year. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Okay, yeah, I must have just found it a little bit after. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, there have been productions all over the world. Australia, the West End. And literally have everywhere. Have you watched the video of like all them like singing Defying Gravity and like it's like all the different languages languages because there's been so many freaking versions of this show. There's an alphabet mm-hmm. who has done it mm-hmm. who has done it in German, in the UK, Sheesh. and in America. Good for her. And what, her, America was the last time she did it. And uh, she's actually the singing voice of Elsa. In Germany, oh, which is actually kind of funny. That's cute. Um, I, I know, I know her. Her name, her first name's. Uh, I don't want to slaughter her name, so I'm not going to attempt it. Yeah. But I, I, you know this woman. Um, but when she did it in America, they're like, "Please come do it in America." And when she did it in America, she's like, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to this date. I'm and done. when I'm done, I will never touch this role again." Because she, I mean, she she was doing it for so long. There's also. An alphabet, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's an alphabet in England who, after she did, mm, sorry, she was Glenda first, then she did alphabet, and she was like the first person to do both. Oh. And they had an interview with her, like on her first day as the second one she did. Mm-hmm. And they're like, What's next for you? And she's like, I guess I'll be Fiero next. Like, and she like made it this whole joke. It was very funny. Um, also, a lot of the Nessas are understudies for that makes sense at least one of them because i i found some of them that were understudies for or understudies for glinda's and then some of them that were understudies for alphabet that makes sense you might as well yeah like i mean you're sitting down why not learn another role the dream (laughs) is to be wheeled around on stage for like an act okay so i need my second one Mm mm-hmm 
we're going to go ahead and get into... Are you texting mm-hmm. him? You're so nice. We're getting into the most stat cast. Listen. This is, this is on tier with, like, what I thought Beetlejuice and Legally Blonde was, stacked-wise, of, like, people who have been on Oh, Broadway. yeah. Okay. You ready for this? Are you ready for it? Sued. Okay. Alphaba. Adina Menzel. We know her. You love her. (laughs) You can't not love her. There is a story for me and Karina. For a a whole nother podcast. For a whole nother time. I need you guys to message us either on Instagram or email us at boozeandbroadway, boozeandbroadway uh, at gmail.com. And let us know if you would be interested in us doing spotlights on specific performers and or directors and not just productions because this story of Adina Menzel will take up too much time. Bottom line is we saw her live and it was an experience. Yes. Okay. So post-divorce. What her 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 divorce. Her divorce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she was she was Alphaba in America. Mm-hmm. She also opened the West End production. Oh I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. She was in Rent. That was the first time Maureen Johnson. She got that was her first Tony nom. Okay. She got a nom for this one and won. Yes. She won her Tony for Alphaba. She was also in If Then. Right. Uh, which is about a woman going through a divorce. And she she sang was a song. in it while she was yes. going through a divorce. Correct. Yes, I remember that. She got a Tony nom. Yes. Did not win. Right. She also sang one of the songs at the concert we went to. I remember. To. Okay. Yeah. She's also the voice of Elsa for any child who is listening to this. <laughs> God, could you imagine? I there's a whole story about her singing Frozen. Okay, so Idina was Elphaba. Other this specific production because this show is so big and so many people come through this show. I'm going to rapid fire some highlighted highlighted. If I don't mention yours, I'm sorry. Famous people who have also done these roles: okay. Stephanie J. Block. Yes. Anna Gasteyer. Oh, okay. Eden Espinosa. Always. Shoshana Bean. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Mendez. Uh, you know her from Dogfight. Okay. Um, and she was also in a... She, uh, she just won a Tony for the My Fair Lady revival. Oh, okay. Uh, Jessica Vosk. And she's like everybody... Like right now, she's like the alphabet to beat is oh, Jessica okay. Vosk. Um, and then Lindsay Pierce, who was on The Glee Project. She was the Gerber baby. <gasps> Is she really? An yeah, al- oh, she's a, she's the current one. Good for her. Yeah, she's the current one, and now we're on quarantine. Well, Galinda, I'm saying this purposely. Galinda, Galinda, Christian Chenoweth. You know and love her from Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, where she won a Tony for being Sally Brown. Yes, and one day I will too. She was in Pushing Daisies. Such a good show. Olive Snook, she won an Emmy for it. Listen. Uh, And Promises, Promises. She was also in uh, 20th Century Fox. She's also been in other shows. She was in Wicked. She's been in other shows. She's insane. Okay, other popular Glendas. Okay. Annalie Ashford. She was in Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, yeah. Uh, Megan Hilty. We love Megan Hilty. basically... Just Christian Chenoweth, just twenty years like yeah ago. Yes, they look similar. They they well, they were also both the voice of Rosetta. Right, and the they're just interchangeable. The two of them. Yes. Okay, Kara Lindsay, she was in Newsies. 
Watch oh. what happens. Okay, yes. Uh, Chandra Lee Schwartz, which is the one I saw on yeah. Broadway. Okay. She, uh, Kristen did the show from the beginning, from yes. the get-go. She was Glenda. There was a part in her book. I think it was like an interview response type part of her book. And it was like, why'd you leave the show? Everybody loved you. You know, you were only in it for like six months. Or, I think, I don't think she did a full year. I, that's misinformation that, I, any, that yeah. I'm committing to. She was like in the show for, everybody loved her. They're like, why'd you leave Glenda? Like you are Glenda. Years. She literally said, she said, when I handed over the wand, it was time for me to go. I had been with that show from the beginning. Yeah. It was it was time for someone else to do it. That's all. I mean, you can't do the one you can't do one thing forever as much as you'd love to. Okay, but cut to people do a role on Broadway for like 13 years. I don't understand that. The whole paycheck. Well, but the whole point of being an actor is that you get to be do, do different things like at the it, I don't know. I understand. That just defeats the purpose. Do it for like a year, two years and then go on. Okay. Moving on. Go on. Fiero. Norbert Leo Butts. He is a two-time Tony nominee. Winner. Two-time Tony winner. Yes. He is one of nine men to win a Tony for Best Actor twice. Really? Yes. You know him as Fierro. He was also the original Jamie in the last five years. Okay, I can hear that. He was in Catch Me If You Can. He was in the revival of My Fair Lady where Lindsay Mendes won Mm -hmm. her Tony. And he is the father in the musical Big Fish. Yes, yeah. which you need to listen to. I know, I know, I know. You would love it. Other popular Fieros. Aaron Tavette. Who I love so much and I know you don't care for. No, I like him. Oh, you didn't care for no, him? No, I like him. Okay. Yeah. There must be someone else. I love him. Andy Carl. Warner. <gasps> yes. I'm not going to just... do this with you again. <laughs> the Wizard. Also, hold on. Momentary. Go for it. Cause. I don't know if it was a one night only thing, but Tay Diggs, while they were married, did play Fierro for one night, and it was very sweet. I've seen that bootleg. Very cute. Mm-hmm. And then you divorced her. L- well. Well, shit happens. The Wizard is the literal most famous person in this cast. Joel Grey. Uh, did you not know it was Joel no, Grey? No, I didn't. Mama, it is the Joel Grey. His name is capitalized in my notes. He was the original MC in Cabaret. Yeah. He won an Oscar for being the MC in Cabaret. That's crazy. I did not realize it was him. He was in the revival of Anything Goes with mm-hmm. Sutton Foster. Allegedly, there's a story of them singing the song Friendship. Friendship, yeah. Friendship. Yeah. And he walked into rehearsal and he goes, I don't sing harmonies. But, like, his his role is the one that sings the harmony yeah. in that song. And he was like, I don't sing them. So Sutton Foster had to learn the harmony. I believe, I believe that story. I also want to be that famous where he's like... I'm not doing that. Fuck you. Yeah. I, not that that's what he did, no, but, like... I know what you're saying. He was also in, the, uh, in um, Chicago as Mr. Cellophane. The, the husband. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Amos? Yes. Is his name? Okay. Fred Applegate is mm-hmm. a famous wizard that came through. Okay. Also, Kevin Chamberlain, you know him. Did you? Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Hey, he's the butler to the kids. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, he was like a wizard. All right, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Madame Morrible. Morrible. Carol Shelley. Yes. She won a Tony for being in The Elephant Man. She's very famous. She's like super famous. 
on Broadway. She's okay. She's super famous. Okay. Other famous Madame Morables. Carol Coon. Do you know who she is? Yes. Who is she? She's from. Um, yeah, that's what Kimmy I was Schmidt. Like, yeah, she's Lillian from Kimmy Schmidt, who is arguably one of the best characters in that show, other than Titus. You don't so, like her in the show? I think she's so she, funny. She is very funny. She, she is funny. She cracks me up. Okay. That's what I'm going to be like when I'm old. Correct. <laughs> okay. My eye just like undone itself very slowly. <laughs> okay. Nancy Opal. Nancy Opal. I have a very quick 15-minute story about her. No. Um, she was the original understudy in Avita. Okay. For I like how the hand motion was supposed Patty to... Patty LuPone. She was fresh out of Juilliard. She was her understudy. She had to go on one day. There's this big hoop skirt mm-hmm. that she's wearing. It's her and Mandy Patinkin. 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 Uh, they are... See- visually, they are looking at each other. They cannot... They physically cannot see each other. Uh-huh. From the way she tells the story, that is what happens. Okay. So she's walking across stage, and she trips over, like, a, a cord that was on stage. She, fresh, fresh new person Can on, you on Broadway. imagine? Her heels get stuck in the hoops <gasps> of her skirt. So Not she's, like, there. she's, like, looking at the woman who plays, like, her assistant, nurse, yeah. hand person, handmaiden, whatever. Yeah. And, like, on stage, she's, like, trying to, like, visualize, like, please come help me. Because oh. she couldn't get up. So she comes out. She gets she gets up. And she's, like. This is on stage. This is on stage in front of an audience. And she's, like, I had to cover. I had to make sense of what just happened. And my Juilliard training took over. And because Ava Perone died of ovarian cancer, right. she just grabbed her stomach and went, my uterus. <laughs> And she was like, how I was not fired, I will never know. My, my uterus. That, that story comes from a Seth Rudetsky obsessed, which I implore you to watch. They are so good. She was also, if you've listened to Memphis. Yeah. She's the mom in Memphis, like the racist mom oh, in Memphis. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, moving on. Nessa Rose. The original one was Michelle Federer. That name sounds familiar, but I don't know. Yeah, so sad. Other famous ones. We're only hitting one on this one. Okay. The most famous one in my mind, mm-hmm. in IMO, in my opinion, is Jennifer Lee Green. You know and love her. I do. As Libby from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh shoot! She was Anessa. Good for her. And she did it for a very long time. Wow. Um, and I've seen a picture of her, and I'm like, honestly, that's makes sense. It, it, yeah. She looks great. Um, okay. Bach, Christopher Christopher Fitzgerald. He was in Waitress as Augie. Okay. Have you listened to, you've listened to Waitress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, ever, ever, ever get rid he's of me. A, he's the, like, weirdo guy that- Who likes Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They married. Love you like a table. Yes. Yes, okay. He was also Igor in Young Frankenstein. Igor in Igor, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. What, huh? What, huh? <laughs> Abby, Abby Normal. He got- he, he got Tony noms for Waitress and Young Frankenstein. Okay. Big name. He's doing something. Oh, nope. I just said that. Okay. Other, another famous Bob, Alex Brightman. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. School of Rock. We've gone through this. I can see him as a Bob. That makes sense. Oh, no. We're almost done with all this. Good for you. 
Okay. Let me get some snacks. Shush. Dr. Dillamond. Dr. Dillamond. Dr. Dillamond. Lupin. Okay. Can you talk, Lupin? Have you ever looked at your animal and be like, if you talk, I won't tell anybody? Have you ever done that? Yeah, well, but in our family, we were always told as a kid that our animals could talk one day of a year. And it was to tell Santa if you were good or bad. Well, he, he Santa would come and give them magic and they could talk for the rest of the night. And so we would, if we, if we didn't go to sleep, the dogs didn't get their one chance to talk to each other. Are you crying? That's so sweet. Isn't that sweet? So that, that was what I was raised with. It's like Stitch. Talk. I know you can. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. William Humans. Okay. Was the or- original one. Another famous one was K. Todd Freeman. Don't know. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. There, there, sometimes you just can't find information on people. Listen. I want to start a new thing. Okay. At the end of the casting called Who Would You Be? Oh. So in, in this show, if you could be anybody. If I could sing. Listen, sure. I discussed this with you today. Being able to act and dance and not sing is really, it's a really trying time in my life. If I could be anybody, strictly because. And it, literally anybody yeah, in the cast. Her role is just, it, it seems like it's such a cop out, but her role is so fun. It's Glinda. Like. Literally saying. It's Glinda. Because does Alphabet have better songs? Absolutely. But. She's just so fun. And she's got a big change. Yes. Her character development's insane. Like Literally. She's and that dress she wears. Girl. In the bubble. The blue one? The, yeah. Is I I would kill just to wear it one time. I've told you, okay, so first of all, there was an episode of Deal or No Deal where this woman was on it. This tracks, I promise. This woman was on it. And um one of her the offer that she dealed with yeah. was Megan Hilty walked out. As Glenda. This woman was obsessed with Broadway. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you get like, I think it was like $15,000. Mm-hmm. We'll give you that. Your family will get in a car right now and come to the Gershwin Theater and watch Wicked. You will be in the show the next day. We will train you to be in like one scene as a munchkin. And you'll just like, you'll learn Absolutely. your choreo. And also, I will give you my wand. And the woman was like, so can we start the car now? Yeah. She was like hitting the button as she was saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, the whole bubble thing. Me. Also, Megan Hilty was, she she was Glenda for like four years. I was like, she was Glenda for um, a long time. There was a Seth through Detsky Obsessed one, one and a half hour special where he talks to like three different people. Anna Gasteyer was one of them, mm-hmm. and Megan Hilty was one of them, and she said because she was in it for so long, they would do different ways to secure them into the bubble. Uh-huh. But, like, some of them didn't work, and so she'd just be in the bubble, like, high above the stage, and it would, like, unbuckle undo. or undo it, and she'd just have to, like, grab the buckle or bubble and, like, lean back for a little bit. Jesus. I was like, no, ma'am. Nothing. No ham, no turkey, no thank you. You couldn't do Glenda. You'd have to be up in heights. I would do it to be Glenda. I could do it too, be Glenda. You're also only in that bubble once. No, she leaves in it too. When? Doesn't she? She flies in, sings, and flies out. No, she gets down and she walks off stage to do the. We get there. Okay. We talk about it. Tony's. Uh, Tony, 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 Tony. The producers? Yes. Okay. He's having a stroke of genius. Okay, these are the wins. Okay. Adina Menzel won for actor, best actress. 
They won for best scenic design. It's a fucking clock. I was going to say. It's amazing. It's so It's good. the time dragon clock. It's so good. Eugene Lee was the scenic designer. Mm. I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. Best costumes for Susan Hilferty. I can see that. The costumes are gorgeous. The costumes are on display at the Smithsonian. At least Alphabet's dress is, because my mom has talked to me about it. The costume that should be displayed is the flying monkeys, because those costumes are good. Well, that's not what's on there. I'm just telling you. The losses. Okay. It lost Best Musical. Well, who is it against? Are you ready for this? Yes. Avenue Q won. Um, it's ranked as one of the biggest, like, like turns. Listen, I do like Avenue Q a lot, but I do not think it should have won best. It lost best score, best book. Kristen was also nominated for best actress and lost. That was a whole... I've heard so many different stories of like, yes, I'm okay with it, and then other stories where it was like a whole thing. Uh, Kristen's too nice to... Uh, I don't know. I do not know that accurate information. No, no, I just I know. know that Kristen lost. No, no, no. I'm saying is, but I can understand why she did lose. The I feel like, opinion-wise, Elphaba is a harder role to do. Yes, but also, like you said earlier, I think Glinda makes a bigger change. No, I agree with you, but I don't know if that's worth well, best actress. Okay. We can't change what happened. Listen, we can't. We can't go back. To quote Ragtime, oh. we can never go back to before. Oh what if I just said, like, the people called it Ragtime and just left it at that? Okay. It's like Ragtime said. It lost best choreography. It, le- it lost best orchestration. And it also lost lighting design. I also saw something about lighting design where it could, it, the amount of electricity it takes to power that show each night. I can't even fathom. Can power 10, 12 houses. I believe that. Absolutely believe that. The lighting is insane. Well, you start emerald the one short day, and it's like green, green, and not just the. Somehow they made that green, somehow missed throughout the whole rest of the theater. There's also. Oh, do you want to know how? Well, I know how. No, I'm no, okay, I'm. Go ahead. I'm trying to tell you a fun fact. Go ahead, tell me. <laughs> it's like tw- it's like twenty five plus pounds of dry ice oh, every night. That. I believe it. I know I want more. I already know I want more. Just drink what you got. No, don't be spiteful and drink the whole thing. You'll get sick. Okay. What time is it? 35 minutes. We have an hour and a half. We're good. Just keep it. No, I know. No, I'm just saying we're already at the stumble through. We're doing better. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, wow. I told you we had to plow through this. Good. We did it. Is, is there any questions that you have about... I don't have any questions. Are there any questions you have? This is the podcast that asks, that takes into consideration <laughs> your feelings. But cannot hear your answer. But cannot hear you, so we we move forward. <laughs> I'm ready. Lupin. Lupin's a dog. He's the best dog. He will never die. Well, he's a 10 years old, so... <laughs> Okay, we are ready for the stumble through. The stumble through. I like your dance you did. Thank you. Oh. Excuse me? I have a funny story. Good. About 
No one mourns the wicked. Okay. So we're we're gonna kind of start, but then veer off very quickly into a story. So lights down, mm-hmm. blackout, blackout. Oh yay, K Paso, blackout, blackout. That's from In the Heights. I know. Okay. So you're in the Gershwin. I love when you speak Spanish, by the way. It cracks me up every like it's just I can land Pluto. <laughs> so <laughs> Chocola, chocola. Okay, stop. That's that's Portuguese. Okay, listen. Hush, you're in the Gershwin. You're in the very back row all the way over to the left. That's where I sat. I was gonna That's say, what I'm getting can at. Can I get a better seat for this? No. For, oh, you have to watch damn. the woman in front of you text the oh, entire time. Jesus. But there were two gay guys beside me that looked like they were having a good time. That's all that matters. Wait, do you want better seats? Yes. You're in t pack. Okay. You're in the front mezzanine. Okay. You're like four rows back in the middle. Oh, love it. That's where me and Daniel sat. Okay. Okay. Is that better for you? I, when I saw it at TPAC, I sat in, like, the fourth row. I think that's too close. It's, I thought it was at first. Email me where you think the best place to sit in a theater is, because I think it's in the, like, first balcony. I thought it was, but they had not put anybody in the orchestra pit, so we, had, we were technically further back. Okay. The orchestra pit was up. Or it was down, but no one was sitting there. Okay. So we were back. I don't know why they did that. I, I just, know why they did that. But I, because they had people come down. But it was fine. I just like the balcony. I like the full picture of the show. Oh, yeah. I never mind a balcony scene. I like looking down on people. No, well, I'm totally kidding. Anyway. Noah, blackout. Yes. We're ready for the show. Got it. There's a dragon. Yes. There's caught. There's gears on the floor. Like steampunky. Yes. Yes. Excuse me. The dragon starts to move. Okay. Let's veer off very quickly. Okay. Into a story that I have. Okay. I had. I was a musical theater major. In college. Yep. That's what my degree is in. I have a BFA in musical theater. You're welcome. I was the first person in my college to ever have one. Oh, my God. I am. That's a true fact. I know, because when I went to school, it didn't exist. They made that degree for you people. Anyway, Did, when, I I started, when I started, I was a vocal music major. Yes. So, I had a voice lab test. I had to learn a song and sing it. And, um... I was afraid of not waking up because I always overslept that class. Um, that I borrowed my friend's iPod home oh. speaker. Oh and I was like, can I use this as an alarm so I can wake up? And she was like, yeah, this is how you do it. And I set it to no one mourns the wicked. Cool. And you know how dramatic. That will wake you the hell up. Bum, 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 bum. I literally picked up the speaker and threw it across my room because I was so scared. But it's been my alarm forever. So if you ever wonder, if you ever wonder why I wake up at a ten, it's because I wake up to the beginning song of Wicked. And y'all thought Phantom of the Opera was dramatic. I mean, okay, Time Dragon, Clock Stage. Okay, there's monkeys on stage. There's clocks. There's chaos on stage. Chaos abound. Then people walk out. They are Munchkins from Munchkinland. Good news. She's dead. She's dead. The Witch of the West is dead. She's finally dead. Done. She's dead. Yes. Praise the time dragon. Good news. Good news. Now, out floats the woman that I stand forever, Glinda. <laughs> she is Glinda now. 
She she is Golinda. No, no, not at this point. No, she is. She's Golinda and she changes to Glinda. At this point, she's Glinda. <gasps> yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay, look, it's, it's Glinda. Glinda. Yes. And she goes, it's good to see me, isn't it? Let's pause for the cause because can you imagine? Go with me. Okay. Dylan, can I already have some more of this, please? Ow, Tonk stepped on my foot and I barely heard it. Felt it. So why did you say ow? Because I barely felt it. Oh. Okay. He barely heard it. Here's the thing. She, her first line is, it's good to see me, isn't it? Can you imagine the absolute chaos that will ensue in the Gershwin Theater the day that show opens back up, and she says, it's, it's good, good to, to see, see me, me isn't, isn't it? it? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're going to have to pause for, like, applause for a good two minutes. Now, hold on. Ooh, this is a Glenda I need to mention. Brittany Johnson. She's the first black Glenda. Yes. To ever play the role. And when she came out, oh. she got a six-minute, at, at least six-minute standing ovation. Oh. When she said, it's good to see me, isn't it? Have you seen pictures of her? No. I. She is gorgeous. I literally got choked up. That's so... She, she is gorgeous. Because she was a standby. Yes. And then, like, she was, like, she messaged all her friends because people in the audience knew she was going to do yeah. it. And she's like, come, 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 I'm doing it. And now she's, like... Well, she was, like, a, st- a second, like, understudy. And now she's, like, the standby. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, she's the first person to go on if Linda calls out. So sweet. We love her. I we love stand that. her. So, she comes out. It's good to see me, isn't it? Yes. Now let's let's just cover a few bases. Let's be glad. Mm-hmm. Let's be grateful. Goodness will always win. Mm-hmm. Let us rejoiceify that goodness could subdue the wicking workings of you know who. Mm-hmm. This also introduces us to the buffoonery and goonery that they play with with the language because they do use some made up words in this show. Oh yes, rejoiceify. Okay. So she comes out and she goes, yay, she's dead. Good always wins. No one is sad, but you have to listen to what Glinda is actually saying. She's saying it like a double entendre, kind of. Okay, so this is going to come back, but I'm going to address it now. This whole show is a flashback Correct. that feeds back into this moment of Glinda coming out and saying that the, that Glinda, uh, that the Wicked Witch is also, dead. This, this show technically starts where Wizard of Oz, the movie, ended. Correct. Thank you, Dylan. Because it's that Dorothy is gone. That Dorothy is gone because she has killed the witch. That is where we are. So she goes... Goodness knows the wicked's lives are lonely. Yes. And and everybody is like, yes, they are. Ha ha. Yes. So the the munchkins agree with her in the negative, but what you don't know is she's like, you don't understand. It's lonely. That's why she was the way she was. Are you crying already? No. Okay. It's just the wicked's lives are lonely. Goodness knows the wicked die alone. It just shows. When you're wicked, you're left only on your own. Mm-hmm. Basically what you just said. Yeah. If you, if you are deemed wicked, this whole show is a metaphor for the class system and racism, racism and probably one other thing. Probably a couple of other things. Oh, I'm sure a couple of other things. So basically the, the munchkins are like, yes. And she goes, but well, let's ask ourselves a, a philosophical question. Yes. Are people born wicked or do people have wickedness thrust upon them because people think that they're wicked? Yes. 
So basically, she says, she have, you have a mom. I have a mom. She had a mom. We all have moms. We all, like, so many do. Everybody kind of has a mom. Everybody has a mom. As she says, I'm like, no, everybody's got a mom. So, so guess what it's time for? Immediate flashback. <laughs> it's like, you've spent three minutes in this show. Let's have a flashback. So, a man and woman. Yes. I, I have to leave town. Mm-hmm. I love you. I hate to go, but gotta go. For one night. <laughs> hate to go, gotta blast. So, <laughs> I'll be, but remember, I, I'm you'll like, be in my heart. Kind of like Tarzan's mom. Yes. Okay, so. When I'm out of your sight. Then. <laughs> then this man walks in and he goes, hey baby, mm-hmm. what's up? Have another drink. Let's drink. Let's get drunk. That's full around. Yes. Let's be appropriate. This is a kid's show. It's not. It's not. <laughs> so that's full around. Have another little drink of this green elixir that I have. Have another little swallow little lady and follow me down. He pops the corset that she has and she has a pregnant belly. Yes. Which is so clever. I saw it from the side. So I was like, oh shit, it's the corset. It's very cute. So boom, pregnant woman. The baby's coming. And how? There's an animal as the midwife. She's like a goat cow thing. Yes. Less introducing us to animals that can talk in this. Capital A, animals. That's important later. It is. It becomes important. So, thank you, Dylan. So, you're welcome. So, the baby's coming, and how? They're so excited. I see a nose. I see a curl. Oh, my goodness. How could we not see it before now? This bitch is green. Green baby. Like Kermit the Frog, like Bebe Yoda. The baby. The baby is green. Okay, She's green. Yes. The dad's like, take it away. I don't want it. No. I don't want to see it. Get out of here. They're like, it's obscene. It's disgusting. It's green. It's green. Because it's got a rhyme. Okay. So she goes, Glinda, telling this flashback, says, so you see, it couldn't have been easy. And everybody's like, fuck the wicked. Mm-hmm. Who are they to me? And she goes, you're right. Goodness knows the wicked's lives are lonely. And they go, but the wicked... But the wicked. Mm-hmm. End of no one mourns the wicked. So she's in a bubble. Then they're going to come hitting her with some hard questions. First of all, I'm sorry. Glinda comes down. I neglected this whole thing. Glinda comes down in a bubble that is actually a time pendulum. If you, oh, did you know? No, no. It's like part of the clock. It's part of the clock. That's, I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's so she's clever. in a bubble. Anyway, she so gets clever. out of her bubble and she was like, hello. And they're it's like, me. they're like, I have a very personal, in-depth conversation that I need to have with you. I don't really know you that well, but didn't you know this bitch that we're Weren't all thinking you about? friends with this dead girl? She's very insensitive. And if she was friends with the dead girl, don't okay. you think she might be grieving? Yeah. I don't care. People grieve in different ways. The munchkins did not care. I'm telling you. Okay. She go, they go, wait, didn't you know her? And she goes, actually, I did know her. But only at school. Yeah. Or if you're English or in Australia, back at uni. That's for you, Maddie. <laughs> okay. Then we have a one-minute costume change for Christian Chenoweth. We're changing wigs. We're changing outfits. Listen. We have one whole minute where, first of all, we don't see this a lot in Broadway. We don't see extended periods of this, of acapella music. Yes. They sing the alma mater song for... Old Shiz. Yes, Shiz University. Basically setting up the time frame of, like, we are back in college. Yes. 
It's like a glee project, like glee club. Yeah. Type singing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of acapella on Broadway. There was In Transit, which was a completely acapella musical. There was very small moments of it in Legally Blonde, but... Yeah. Yeah. But this is like a whole song. Yes, it's a whole song. Exactly. So, in, in a minute, Glinda comes out on a, a stack of luggage. And she goes... A stack. Literally a stack. A Basically, stack. she's dripping in wealth. Yes. Very clearly. Our days at dear old shiz. Okay. So, come on, acapella. Okay. So now we have a scene. We're all here for the first day of shiz. Yes. Up rolls. Literally. Literally. Nessa. Nessa Rose. And her father. And? The star of the hour. Alphaba. Alphaba. Alphaba comes out from the back of the clock. Yes. The clock opens. Alba runs out. People applaud. Which is actually very funny. It's not funny. It is very interesting to see that who is deemed the villain of the show. As you as a spectator, she's not the villain. But the whole show is about her being a villain. Yeah. Yes. It's very interesting to see that people clap for that moment. Yes. Okay. So, they all arrive. The father says, your green eyes still don't like you. Mm -mm. Take care of your sister. He made it abundantly clear that she literally exists to take care of her, her sister. Because her sister is? In a wheelchair. Correct. Because? she. Oh, hold on. That comes in unpopular. That's right. That's true. I forgot about that. So, um, he says, take care of your sister. But Nessa, before I leave, let me give you these silver shoes. Mm-hmm. People might like you if you wear some shoes that are pretty. I have a thing about it later. Oh, nope. It's right here. <laughs> They're silver yes. in the book, in this, and in one other thing. I think in all the books, they're silver shoes. The only reason they were red oh, I know this answer, in yeah. the movie is because it was Technicolor. It was in black, and, yeah. yeah, and they wanted to make sure that they could, like... See it. See it and, like, They wanted take, to show off. Yes. Yes. Yes, you did. Okay. So, out walks Madame Warble. Mm-hmm. And... Dispish. And she... Girl... She's like a teacher at the school. She's like the dean of the school. I, was, I think she's more like a dean. She's like in charge. Yeah, yeah, And she goes, you know what? Nessa's dad is the munchkin land, munchkin land, munchkin land mayor. He's a mayor or governor or something. He's in charge of the munchkins. He's, he's, he's got power. Yes. And he's like, she's like, oh, hello, hello, hello. I'll take care of your daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, here's the thing. That freaks off about Al. She has a fit because Madame Morrible tries to take her sister away. Yes. And she displays magic that she has. The she telekinesis. Yes. The chair spins around and literally gets drugged back to Alphaba. Yes. And Madame Morrible is like, holy shit, you have magic? Legit magic. You have actual magic. Let me teach you magic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you magic. Let's learn magic. Stop. So she sings the song. Not yet. And she goes, she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of your sister. She's going to room near me. Uh-huh. You room with Glenda. Right. And she's like, wait, what? And she goes, Miss Alphaba, you show promise. You show power. You show independent thinking. You're green. The wizard might like you. But she also says that he might help her out with that situation. And, yes. So then we go into 
one of my favorite songs in the show. Really? The Wizard and I. Okay. First of all, Alphabet, poor Alphabet. This role is so vocally demanding. Listen. She has like 15 11 o'clock numbers. The, the Wizard and I, No Good Deed, Defying Gravity. Oh, no, for sure. It's not fair. That's why she won Best Actress. She sang her way to a Tony. Okay. So she goes, wait, did that actually just happen? Am I, am I confused? If I actually do good at this school, maybe my dad won't hate me. Maybe mm-hmm. my sister won't look down on me. Maybe people will celebrate me for being me even though I'm green. It's a metaphor for being black. So it is. No, you're right. It's a whole show about people being racist. I know. I'm. Anyway, she's like, here's the thing. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to play hard. I had a vision, almost like a prophecy, of people losing their shit over who I'm going to become, foreshadowing. And so she says, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to meet the wizard. And when we become a team... He's going to be like, guess what? Let me fix you, Let me help you. And take away your green. Let me degreenify you. And she's like, that's not important, but yes, absolutely. Absolutely take away my Yes, absolutely. Let's do that right now. Can we... Please, is this, this has ruined my life. Do I need an appointment or can we go now? <laughs> so she goes, she goes, one day there'll be a celebration throughout Oz that's all to do with me. Back... Rewind to the opening number. She goes, it's all to do with me. And I'll stand there with the wizard. Uh, Eden Espinosa added a riff that oh. actually became an option. Oh, really? The music director liked it so much. When they trained new alphabets, they're like, here's the standard. Here's the Eden Espinosa riff oh. if you want to do it. So feeling things I've never felt. Oh, cute. Yes, like it's that. very cute. Basically... The, uh, I'd be so if if the, if this partnership works out, I could be so happy, happy I could, I could melt. melt. More foreshadowing. There's a lot of foreshadowing in this show. So here's the thing. Here's a misheard lyric on my part. Okay. And so it will be for the rest of my life. The actual lyrics are, "And I'll want nothing else till I die." Okay. What I heard was, "And so it will be for the rest of my life." And I'll walk up the aisles till I die. What did you think that meant? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not Stephen Schwartz, so I didn't try to understand it. So basically, held in such high esteem, yeah. part of Oz's greatest team. The, when people see me, they will scream. Scream. For half of Oz's favorite team, the wizard and I. And she holds that note for like 58 minutes. Okay. Listen. Then she has to go straight into a scene. Okay. So basically... The Wizard and I happens. Okay, so then we're in the room. This is one of The room where it happens. No. No. Enough. We're writing letters. Dearest Momsy and Popsicle. My dear father, there's been some confusion because I thought I was staying with Nessa. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to get somebody that I actually liked. Mm-mm. But of course, don't worry, Dad. I know you don't like me. I'm going to take care of my sister. And Glenda's like, I'm a strong bitch. Glenda's like, don't worry, I'll rise above it. But I do need to tell you, my roommate is peculiar, disgusting, odd, I don't like her. Blonde. 15 other things, and Alphaba's like, this bitch blonde. Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 bum. Basically, it's this whole song called What Is This Feeling? And she's like, I don't it's like so you. You look funny. Fuck you. Stay on your side of the room. They do the tape thing. Yes. 
Kind of. They both hate each other for the same reason that most women hate each other. Someone is too peppy, someone is not so peppy. And here's the thing. Here's the important thing. Because they say, I hate you, and I will hate you until the day I die. Mm-hmm. My and- whole life long. Yes. And so they do this. Okay. She goes, I hate her. And at the end they go, Okay. Bum, 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 ba-dum. Boo! Ah! Yes. Okay. So now they're in class. While that was happening, the classroom was sliding out. Yes. They're on tracks. Broadway's amazing. Because you're in college, you, you see like some freshman in black pulling it out. <laughs> Listen, you were that freshman in black. Being part of the recruitment, I wore black and moved the pieces during the scene changes, which I will not do. Um, okay. Now we're in class. We have a whole lesson. The professor is a goat. His name is Dr. Dillman. He is an animal, capital A. He has the ability of speech. Mm -hmm. He has a cognitive conscious. He's super smart. He is smart. He is a teacher at Shiz University. Yes. Which is apparently a good university to go to. I think it's like a Yale equivalent. Sure. Okay. I believe you. Okay, I believe you. (laughs) Okay, so what we do is we go to class and he's like, "Um, here's the lesson. Mm -hmm. Everyone go home. Alphaba stays behind, and she's like, Dr. Milliman, you're... Different. You're an animal who talks, and nobody really respects you. I'm green. I, too, experience racism. <laughs> Let's talk. And he goes, you know what? There's something bad happening. Then we go into one of the songs called Something Bad. He's like, here's the thing. Animals are smart. They do have the ability to speech. But I'm hearing rumors that there are other animals in like munchkin land and in other places that are losing their ability to speak they're being silenced they're being discriminated against they're saying you go over there Mm -hmm. and if you don't talk to somebody long enough you'll just become a regular animal insane and i'm afraid that that might happen to me because i don't have tenure okay so (laughs) so i'm sure that's exactly what he meant Okay, so listen, it's all about that tenure track. So Alphaba says, here's the thing. There's one person that could help. The wizard. The wizard. Let me talk to the wizard. I'm already going to ask him to make me not green anymore. So I'm sure well this could be, problem. yeah, I'm sure this could be another. Just a te- checkbox. Yeah, me. like, by the way, as long as you're changing me from green. Because at this point, they still treat the wizard like they did at the beginning of the movie, where, like, they genuinely think he is some, like... All-powerful being. All-powerful, can do literally anything. Okay. Hold on. No, go for it. During his song, at some point, he starts to... he Bleed. He bleeds. Yeah, and he's like, oh, shit, it's it's starting to happen to me. Exactly. I feel like that's important. And she's like, let me talk to the wizard. Yeah, don't worry. I I don't know him, but I feel like he'll do what I ask. We're like this. Yeah. So, okay. So then we go into a scene where we get a new student. It's like week one and we already have a new student, which I don't understand. His name's Fierro. He's hot. Beautiful. He's rich. He's smug. Basically perfect for Glinda. Galinda. Galinda. Who, yes. Her name's Galinda. She tells everybody. Galinda Upton? Is that her name? No, I don't remember. She goes, I'm Galinda with a guh. Like, that's her thing the whole time. Yes, because Dr. Dilliman always calls her Glinda, and she's like, it's Galinda with a guh. With a guh. And she tells everybody that. So it's like a running joke for like the whole first beginning. What? This is the first time I thought I was going to cry, and I might cry. About Fierro? No, hold on. Oh. Okay. 
So he comes to Shiz, and he's yeah. like, I'm rich. My parents. I got kicked out of every boarding school. I could have gone to military school. This was my last chance. Yeah. Much like Reba. Here's your one <laughs> chance, fancy what? Don't let me down. Stop. <laughs> could you imagine? No. I want to see her sing it. Anyway. So he goes, let's, let's party. Here's the one thing. Fuck school. Fuck these students. Fuck these teachers. If you're cute, you're suave, you can do whatever you want. My theory is dance through life. Dancing through life. This is a song I sang on Broadway on the Cumberland. Yes, did you did. see that show? Yes, I did. I know. I believe that I you did. I know you've seen. Show you were in. You got free tickets. I still went. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he goes. The trouble with school is they always teach you the wrong lesson. They teach you the, how to be smart, but they don't teach you how to live. Exactly. Teach me how to balance a checkbook. How about that? He how do I apply for a loan? He ain't wrong. How do I sew? Anyway, I can teach you that. I can. I can fix that. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. So <laughs> from holes. Anyway, we watched that the other day. I'm tired of digging holes, Grandpa. That's well, too damn bad. bad. Okay, so he goes, let's have a party. Where's the part where you're going to cry? Shh. Okay. It's coming. This song is like eight minutes long. I was going to say. Okay, technically it's like ten minutes long, but in the recording it's like, in the sound, no, in the recording it's like eight minutes long. I know, because they have that whole dance break. We're like, heh, heh. Stop. What? That's where I'm going to cry. Why? Stop, and I'll tell you. Okay. So he goes, forget school. Glenda, oh no, I wrote this down. Glenda has WAP. You have to stop. <laughs> Basically, she's like, right, let's do whatever you want to do. What, Angushi? Yes. Oh, the kids bought version. There's some chores in this house. <laughs> anyway, stop. Let me finish. Stop. He goes, listen, where's the best place in town to go? And she goes, that would be the Oz Desk Ballroom. And he goes, that sounds that great. That's perfect. it. Literally just name a club and I'll be there. Awesome. Let's go down to the Oz Desk Ballroom. We'll meet there later tonight. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Okay. I have a story to tell real quick. Go for it. In Kristen Chenoweth's last performance of, the show, of that dance, that number, very last time she was ever going to be Glinda. She was did not care. She's like, what are they going to do? Fire me. I'm Kristen Jenner. So she did whatever she wanted. The part where the two of them are dancing in the like big dance, like that break, that dance break. She turns around to her Fiero, grabs her dress and flashes him on stage Please. in front of everyone. He just stopped moving because he was like, what happened? There's a bootleg of it. You can find it. It's very cute. I've seen her last popular and we'll talk about it in a second. Okay. So he goes, he goes. I'll meet you there. And he goes, you're perfect. We're perfect. So we're perfect, perfect together. together. Born to be forever. Dancing through life. Okay. So Bach. Is a munchkin. Loves Glenda. Loves her. He's like a nerdy little munchkin boy who loves the popular girl. Yeah. We've all been there. Hey, listen. He goes up to her and he says, Glenda, please come to this dance with me. And she's like. She calls him Bick. She does call him Bick. First of all. Which is disrespectful. Correct. First of all, learn people's names. She can't be bothered. I have a problem with that. I don't like... Anyway. Okay. Anyway, learn people's names. She calls him Bick. He wants Glinda to go with her. She goes, what if you went out with Nessa? And he's like, Because uh... that's something important to note about Glinda. Even they, you figured it out when she was singing, uh, what is this feeling? Everything she does that can be potentially perceived as mean and catty, she plays it in a way that makes her look 
in a good light. Sweet and nice. Yeah, she's just, and she's I, like, it's not that not I don't mean. want. She's just, she's catty. Like she's yeah. A t- she's a she goes. Girl. She says, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to dissuade you. I'm trying to encourage you to go date her. Yes. He, she's like, I'm going to give up my chance to be with you at the dance. Wouldn't it be so sweet if you went with her? With the girl in a wheelchair. Which is its own problem. Listen, she grows. We've discussed this. You live, you learn. Okay, stop. Nessa says, and Box says, okay. I'll do it for you. He goes and asks Nessa to the dance. And she's like, okay. I've never been... I'm in a wheelchair. People don't treat me like this. Absolutely, People don't I'll go like with you. boys. Don't love like talk to her. There's a whole essay I could write about what about what I'm about to talk okay. about. Okay. So Alfie, she goes to Alfie and she goes, Alfie, can you believe that Glenda set this up for me? And she goes, This sounds like a trap. I've seen the world. I've seen the darkness of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm green. I know how people can I know act. how people can seem nice but are like have nasty motives. She goes, baby, this is a trap. And she goes, just be happy for me. Mm-hmm. And she goes, for my sister, I, I will be happy for you. Yeah. Immediately leans the room and confronts Glenda. And she's like, Glenda, listen, I, Nessa and I were talking about you just now. And she goes, you know what? I found this perfect hat for you. And it's She goes, it's really uh, sharp. sharp, don't you think? You know, black. It's this year's pink. You belong with each other. You deserve this, each other. You deserve each other. This hat and you. You're both so smart. Smart. It's a pointy witch's hat. Like it's like the the. It's the quintessential costume party. You're welcome. I can say quintessential. Good job. Even drunk. So, so here we go. It's a hat. Okay. No, okay. Here's what I have a problem with. Okay. College students. Well. End of sentence. End of podcast. Here's what I have a problem with. Nessa goes to Bach and she goes, Bach, you d- it's because I'm in this chair and you felt sorry for me. Well, isn't, isn't that, that right? right? And he goes, no, yes, that's exactly what happened. Because he would not have asked her. He would not have asked her if Glenda didn't tell him to. And he goes, you know what? Let's dance. It's it's because you are so beautiful. And she goes, oh, my God, this boy actually likes me. me. And because I have never felt that emotion from another boy, I am all all in in 100%. We belong together, don't we, Bach? And he's like, I'm not going to agree, but let's dance. dance. And she's like, I can't dance. And he's like, let's dance. And he spins her chair. It's very sweet. Okay, here's the problem. Okay. Madame Morrible shows up. Oh, I forgot about this part. We're still in Dancing Through Life. I know. This song is long. This song is very long. A lot happens in it. Madame Morrible shows up and she goes, Glenda, come over here. She goes, what? I know you kind of don't like me because I'm like the preppy girl. And she goes, I don't like you, but I know you want to be a part of my magic class. And even though I'm teaching Alphaba, who has so much more magical ability than you do... Because she specifically asked me to, you can join my class. Because Alphaba thinks that she did something nice for her sister and that maybe she was wrong and she should do something nice for Glinda in return. So Madame Morrible goes, I hope you rise to this challenge, but I don't think you will. Here's a wand. Glinda feels bad. Glinda feels bad. Feels horrible. Okay. We're back at the Oz Dust. We're still at the Oz Dust. Yes. Madame Morrible leaves. In walks Alphaba. Oh. 
Alphabet is green still. In her little dress and her pointy hat, she looks like a witch. And everybody laughs at her. And she does that dance. Here's the thing. Oh, really? I'm just trying to understand. She walks out. And she does this weird, like, weird witch dance. It's like a, it looks like she's casting a spell. She's like a lot of arms, a lot of motion. I'm just trying to understand why this is making him cry. Because they're so mean to her. Oh. This is what upsets me. Okay. (laughs) Stop. They're so mean to her. And she goes, fuck your opinions of me. I came here to dance. Yeah. And I'm going to dance. Good for her. And so she dances by herself. In the middle of the thing. She's so good. This is why she won a Tony. I told you. Okay. So then everybody like laughs at her. She's so mean. But Glinda comes and dances with her. And does the dance with her. And then everybody's like. Oh, I guess that's a cool dance because Glinda's doing it. Dancing through life down at the Oz dust. If only because dust is what we come to. And the strange thing. Your life could end up changing while you're dancing through. We're back at the bedroom. Now they're friends. Now they're friends. Well, they're closer. They're closer. They're not friends yet. They're they're friends. They're getting to know each other. She's like, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. That's that's where we're at. Maybe I was wrong about you being green. You are green. But maybe I was wrong about that being a bad thing. Maybe I was wrong about being prejudiced against you. Correct. Okay. Here comes one of my favorite songs in the whole show. Okay. We're finally on the third page. We have like five pages to get through. Okay. So, excuse me. They're at they're at, they're in the room. Mm-hmm. Very clearly different sides of the room. We've got yes. like a militaristic like my room is clean alphaba and then pink 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 shoes. Pink, pink pink. Glenda. Yes. Okay. So, we're like let's share she let's share secrets. Let's tell each other secrets. I know. Glenda's like here's my secret. I'm going to marry Fiero one day. Okay, fine. That's sure. fine. And so then she's like digging around in Alphabus stuff and she's like, what the fuck is this? There's a bottle underneath Alphabus pillow. And she goes, please don't touch that. Please, please give me that back. Please yeah. don't ever. Don't bother that. Don't bother that. And she's like, well, what is it? She goes, it's a bottle of green elixir that my mom drank. But when, it, it was my mom's. It was my mom's bottle. Yes. Is what it is. And she goes, well, tell me about your parents. And she goes, basically what happened was I was green when I was born. If you didn't, if you couldn't tell. If you didn't know already, I have green skin. fluorescent skin. Yes. So she goes, here's the thing. My, when my parents got m- pregnant with Nessa, my dad was very concerned that she too would be the hue of green. So. And so I made my mom, he made my mom chew on milk, milk flowers. flowers. So that she wouldn't be green. Well, that fucked up her legs. And? And also her mom died during childbirth. Which I think was because of the flowers. 
Yes, but he blames it on Alfie. No, I no no no. I yeah, know. you are right. Yes, yes we're both saying. Had she thing. not been green, he wouldn't have made her eat Correct. the flowers. The flowers, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he blames. Okay, so Alphaba is he directly blames Alphaba for not only his wife being dead, but also Nessa being his daughter, who he likes, being disabled, being disabled. Okay, differently able. Disabled is fine. Okay, I'm, I just no. I think disabled is fine. Okay, okay, so. Then Alf, what's her name? Glinda. Glinda. Glinda says. Galinda. Galinda says, "Let me help you. Whenever I see someone less fortunate, may I? And guess what? I'm super rich, so everybody's below me. Less fortunate than I. Let me help you. There's one. Do you want to know the secret? You. Be rich. Be skinny. Be popular. She does not say that, but yes. Oh, she says one of those three things. I the answer will surprise you. So, like a BuzzFeed quiz. The answer will surprise you. You will be popular. Okay, she basically says stop being depressed. She basically, this whole song is basically when people say, I'm sad, and people say, don't be depressed. <laughs> like. Kind of. Like, yes. it's not helpful. But it's good intentioned. Correct. It's not nice. You're not wrong. But she, it's good intentioned. She goes, whenever people come to me, I say, all you got to do is be popular. Yes. She's she. She says we gotta teach you how to talk about boys. We gotta teach you to talk about how to style your hair, flirt. what to wear. Yep. Basically, if we can, I can I give you a makeover. Exactly. Basically, what it is. She takes her. What hair about out. some concealer? <laughs> she takes her hair out of that braid that she's always hold on. It in. We're not there yet. <gasps> okay. Fine. So she she goes. Well, you just gotta be popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super easy. Yeah. Basically, just be friends with me. <laughs> so there's this moment that they share. Mm-hmm. It gets serious. She unbraids her hair. Yes. She lays it to the side. She has this pink flower that she puts in Glinda's, in, in Alphaba's hair. Yes. And she goes, Alfie. And she genuinely means this. Yeah. She goes, you're beautiful. beautiful. And Alfie has never really heard like anyone that. ever say that. And she gets up and runs, runs out, out of the yeah. room. She leaves. She's like, I can't handle this. The club can't even handle me right now. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. And she goes, though you may fight me at every turn, I'm right. But let's get one thing straight. You're gonna grin and bear it, your new fond popularity. Hey. <laughs> so she has a mirror and she goes, you may be popular and you may get popular, but no one's going to be prettier or popular than me. Than me? End of scene. Perfect. So then we go into... We're back at school. They never left school. Well, we're back in class. Okay. I was like, they've been at school the whole time. Quiet, it's a boarding yeah. school. Quiet, yeah. Well, we go into Dr. Dillman's class. Dr. Dillman is not there. No. He's been replaced by somebody from Oz. A white man. Yes. And he says, animals should be seen and not heard. Here's an animal in Let a cage. Let me show you. As a little baby lion. Mm. Can I tell you who freaks out? Alphaba. Alphaba freaks the fuck out. And she inadvertently casts a spell. Because she's emotional. She, yeah. Much like Whitney Houston, she gets so emotional. <laughs> and she says, oh, fuck you. But it doesn't affect Fierro. Yeah, well, we didn't say what it did. It just make, it just makes everybody spaz out and dance. Yeah, they were like all like gyrating. Yeah. So, do you read a Wikipedia too, girl? I did. Okay. So, so basically, he escapes with her. He says, "Let's take this 
Ryan. Why didn't it affect Piero? Because she likes him. Oh, that's right. She's got a little moment. Yeah, that's right. Come, it's coming up. No, I know, I know. But he's cute. So cute. <sighs> so they take the lion and they run away. They have a very tender moment. So sweet. And he's like, I'm happy about what you did. Yeah. I can't believe that you have the emotional capacity to not be so vain about yourself. Bonnie Raitt, you probably think that song is about you. Oof. You're so vain. Okay. He leaves to get rid of the lion, to set the lion free. Which, remember that? It becomes a whole thing later. Girl, everything in the show becomes a whole thing I later. know, I know. Okay, so then he leaves and she goes. Oh, no. She's like, I know for a fact Glinda wants to marry him. And, oh, no, he makes my lady bits tingle. We may have had a moment. And my heart. But I'm green and not Glinda. <laughs> I'm not that girl. And she goes, don't dream too far. Don't lose sight of who you are. Basically, like, don't don't get wild about what you're expecting you because you are green. That almost every woman mm-hmm. in the world has thought that about some boy at some point. Absolutely. So that when that song, I first heard that song, I was like, oh, shit. I'm <laughs> like, I was so she sings this song. What it's you do, such a good song. Literally what you just said. I'm not Glinda. I'm not Glinda. I'm, I'm not, not pretty. I'm fucking green. I'm not pretty. I'm not smart. I'm not anything. Don't wish. Don't start wishing only wounds the heart. It's so fucking sad. <laughs> it's so good. It's so sad. It starts to rain. It starts to rain. Yes. But Madame Morble comes out. And she this goes. This is important. It is very important. She goes, she waves her hand. She goes, fuck this rain. She goes, don't worry. Weather is my specialty. I can do it. So she goes, here's the thing. I wrote to the wizard. I told him you spun a chair around in front of me once. He wants to see you. That's what all it takes. So you've got a one-way express ticket plus one to the Emerald City. Choose your fighter. And she goes, I'm going to take Glenda. Glenda's like my only friend in school. Which I think is so Plus, true. I don't think the train is wheelchair accessible. <laughs> so, so. You know what? Fuck my sister. I've spent my whole life with her. So, okay. So, they, they are getting on a train. They're yeah. leaving on a train. Don't know when I'll be back again. Doesn't she decide last minute to take Glenda? I don't know. Something happened. Okay, never mind. It's not important. Okay. So, she says. So, they're getting on the train. And Fiera comes out, and he goes, hey, I got you these flowers. They're poppy flowers, a reference to the movie. Yes. And, he, and, <gasps> and Yes. And Glenda this is goes, what happened before they got on the train. Yes. And Glenda goes, bye. And he's like, so, Elfie, what, what do you got? And she goes, in solitude with Dr. Dr. Dillerman, Dillerman, I will be dropping the guff <laughs> from my name and will simply be known as Glenda. Glenda. And he goes, bye, Elfie. That's kind of exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. Okay. So, then we get one of the best ensemble numbers. One short day in the Emerald City. I've never been to the Emerald City. One short day in the Emerald City. High kick. Ribbon. Ribbon. Ariel. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. The dancing in this show, you have to be a, you, the ensemble works for their paychecks in this show. Also, the costumes in this number. Insane. I love them. I like the woman with the umbrella. Anyway. Of course you would. So, they go to the Emerald City and they're like, Everything's holy great. shit, 
This this shit's green. I'm green. Is Glenda the odd man out here because she's white? For the very first time. She's like, it's all grand and it's all green. I think I found a place where I belong. So basically, they're exploring the Emerald City. It's very fancy. It's very green. Kind of the best of both worlds. It's very, like, avant-garde, like. Yeah. So then Glenda's like, can you hurry the fuck up? We're going to miss Wizomania. So Wizomania is this big celebration for the wizard. Yes. And everybody goes, he's the best. If there was ever a trouble in the world. He could fix it. The wizard could fix it. He's bar none. Literally. So, okay. So they're like, you know what? We might stay for here for a little bit. And she goes, Elf, this is very important the way it's said and who says it. Okay. So at the end of the song, towards the end of the song, they're like, we've decided we're here. This is the city for us. And Elfie says, we're just two friends. And Glinda is the one who says, two, two best friends. friends. Sharing one wonderful one short. And this guy interrupts them and goes, the wizard we're seeing you now. Day. Okay. It's just very important that Glinda is the one who says. They're best friends. We're best friends. Because for, for the first time, someone chooses Elphaba. That's so sweet. Period. Period. Y'all think I didn't do research on this show today. Okay. So we they're like, can you follow me this way to the wizard's office? So they walk into the wizard's chamber. And there's this giant mechanical head. A la the movie that's like great and powerful yeah. eyes. And he's like. Oh, and they're like, hi, it's Elphaba. And he's like, oh, shit. Hold on. It's this teen tiny little man. Not very intimidating. No. Okay. So, he's like a grandpa coming out. Yes. So he goes, here's the thing. Welcome to the city. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting to meet both of you. Kind of more Elphaba than... Can Linda, the, can the blonde girl... The you're here. Can you take two fucking steps back? Can you sit in the corner while I speak to the great person? Can the adults talk? Yeah. Okay. He goes, Elphaba, come here. I am not as intimidating as people say. I'm not... I'm not, a, I'm not a machine. No. I'm a person. You can see me. Uh, you know I'm not a machine. I am a sentimental man. I've always longed to be a father. That's why I do the best I can to treat everybody that I come into contact with as a son or a daughter. Who uh-huh. oh, don't. I'm not. So he says, so Alphaba, you're special, not because you're green. No. I'd in like to raise you high. In spite of your green, you are special. What makes you different makes you beautiful. What's there inside you? So it's from Princess of Diaries. Okay. That's right. Okay. So I was like, why do I know that? He says, so Alphabet, I'd like to raise you high. Because I think everyone deserves the chance to fly. And helping you with your ascent allows me to feel so parental. Because I'm what? Sickening. No, a sentimental man. <laughs> so he death drops. Could you imagine? Could you, so could you imagine? Madame Morrible comes out. She is now the press secretary. Yes. Because she was just at the school. She couldn't ride with them. She just had to like, just show the fuck up. Could you imagine? She was on the horse of a different color. It was just changing every six feet. Okay. She goes, here's a book. The Grimmery. Here's the one thing about it. Only people who are magically inclined can read it. Yeah. 
I can read like two words of it. How about you try? And she can. And they bring out a monkey. Chisery. Chistery. Yes. That's what his name is. Yes. Yeah. And he says, why don't you, why don't you write this, why don't you read this levitation spell? And she goes, okay. And she goes, mumble jumble, bumble fumble. And he sprouts ring, wings. It's such a cool costume. It's such a cool. The Look, flying, we, yeah, wings the come out of his back. Costumes are so good. Okay. Listen. She realizes she's been manipulated, and he's like, "We can use these to spy on people." Yes. And find out where all the talking animals are. And she's like, "Now hold up." She's like, "Wait a minute! I did not just get used for the one thing that I stand against." And she's like, "Wait a minute! Can you not read this book?" Am I, the, am I the only person in the Oh, the phone wizard. Are you not magic at the fuck all? Period. He can't do magic. He's just a person. Period. Literally. And she's like, fuck you. And also you want to get rid of the animals, which is the reason I came to talk to you about all this? No. Fuck you. I'm not going to be part of it. So what does she do? Kills she, him. No. <laughs> Could you imagine? <sighs> they run... Book in hand. Her and Alphaba. So, her and... No, she's Alphaba. Yes, Glinda. Her and Glinda. She's like, let's go. Run. Ba, 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 ba. Run. Do you know what I'm talking about? The umbrella vine? The TikTok. Okay. It's a vine. So, so her and Alphaba... Her and Grandma. Her and Glinda run. And she goes, I'm taking the book. Fuck you. So while they're running, Madame Morrible goes and holds a press conference. And she goes, fuck this green girl. She is wicked. She is wicked. She is a wicked like, witch. What? And they're like, I'll buy some propaganda. Always. And also, I'm like, what? why are you trying to put propaganda against? Well, she's like 18. She's a child. Leave but she's green. Dude. She's different. Who are they going to put it on? The rich blonde girl? No, but... Let's open this up to discussion. This is the podcast that says, please don't email about me about this. <laughs> okay. So, here we go. They get to the top of a tower. Yes. This is it, y'all. This is the number everybody knows. This is the pinnacle. Alpha... Shh. Glinda says, Alpha, but what the is wrong with you you could have said sorry you could have said i'll read the rest of the book you could have lied about reading the book and said this is just a recipe for hamburger helper like you could have said anything but you decided to make a spectacle this whole show was a spectacle Listen. it had no chance no so she goes just say you're sorry and she goes no fuck the wizard fuck my family fuck everybody who's been against me I'm standing here now. I, for once, realize that I'm the powerful one and everybody else needs me. It's the wizard who should be afraid of me. Correct. Something has changed within me. Something, Something is, is not, not the same. same. Fuck everybody else. I'm not, doing me. Yep. And so she goes, it's time to try to... Y'all know the song. I'm not doing this whole thing. You don't even need to like theater to know this song. Everybody fucking knows this song. So here's the thing. People are coming after her. They know, she knows people are like, coming after the her. The army. And she goes, she goes, Glinda, come with me. Imagine what we could do together as a team. You are my best friend. And yeah. she goes, listen, 
I can't. I've been conditioned to be a specific kind of person. I just can't. And I'm so sorry. But I believe in you. Honestly, but she's kind enough to be like, I love you enough to know, like, this is not the way I need to go. But I understand that this is the way you need to go. And I respect you. And I'll let you do it. And she says, I hope you're happy now that you're choosing this. And they go, I really hope you, you, what, you what you want in the life, that's what I want you to get. And you don't regret what you've done. And she goes, okay, perfect. I hope you are happy in the end, my friend. Okay. Bust up into the room, some guards. They grab Glenda, who was kind of famous. And she's like, oh, yeah. get your fucking hands off me. And she goes, They're it's like not. manhandling her. Correct. And she, and Alphaba goes, fuck you. Don't touch her. It's me who you want. Yeah. I'm the one you want. It's me. She starts flying. It's a whole thing. Her dress becomes 8,000 feet long. Yes, and she goes, she, okay, okay. Here's the important thing that she says, though. She goes, she goes, love. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. She says, well, if that's love. It comes at much, much too higher cost. cost. Basically, love is not worth sacrificing yourself for. We got through it. You did it. Or did we? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, there you go. She goes, let go, Glenda. She's my best friend. I'm the one you want. It's me. You all know the climax. If you can't find me, look to the western sky. And everybody's last day, they always riff all over it. Listen. You should listen to Shoshana Beans. It's Riff City, bitch. It's so good. And she goes, and nobody and all of Oz, no wizard, no anybody, no man, no woman, nobody can ever bring me down. Down. Ah. Go. Act two. Oh. Thank goodness. We're in a time jump. A small one. A small, like, I think two years. Really? I read somewhere t- two oh, years. okay. It didn't, okay, I can see that. Anyway. Excuse me? But. We're ha- we're holding a press conference, is what it co- comes down to. Yes, Madame Morrible, Fierro, mm-hmm. Glinda, who is now of some form of government power. We'll get into it, but I don't remember what she is. Hold on, no. I wrote it down. God, I'm gonna kill you, Madame Morrible, and all the Munchkins. They're all there. Mm-hmm. Fierro is captain of the guard now. I knew that. Glinda is now Glinda the Good, officially. Yes, I know that. She is the defender against Alphaba because she was second in magical prowess to Alphaba in school. she wasn't. She had magic. She wasn't as good as Alphaba. But if we're ranking people, it would be Alphaba and then Glinda. Okay, 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 okay. Why it wasn't Madame Morrible? I think because we needed a young, pretty face. Well. It's political. Always. It's always political. So basically, Glenda's the... Okay, she's there. Okay. Basically, she goes, fellow Ossians, shit's happening. Mm-hmm. There's a green girl flying around. Things are a little iffy. Let's have a celebration the Glenda way. Thank goodness. Okay. Basically, she's like, 
she's bad. I'm going to agree with you, but secretly I'm not really going to do too much about it because she still is my friend. It's propaganda. Yes. It's all propaganda. She basically is like, I'm going to keep you all at bay with, well, but keep the air that I'm defending you. I'm, yes, I'm going to be the face of a revolution, but, but really. I know the truth. Yes. Because here's the thing. Madam Morrible comes in and she's like, here's the thing. Glinda, y'all, Glinda went to the city to she's see the sick. wizard. And the wizard was like, Glinda, you're so smart. And the Wicked Witch came out of nowhere and started yelling at people. But Glinda was like, that's not what happened. Okay. Fiero gets upset because people Man. start gossiping and they're like, I hear the rebel animals are giving her food and shelter. Somebody says, I hear her soul is so unclean that if you were to throw water onto her, she would melt. Melt her. Foreshadowing. Please, somebody go and melt her. her. And Fiora gets upset and he's like, fuck this. Because he loves her. And also these people are lying. Well, that too. But also because he loves her. He leaves and Glinda, in the disguise of, I need to make sure that we're on the news right now. Yeah. Everybody's watching. Thank you, dearest. He's gone to fetch me a refreshment. Here we go. Here's the thing. We are... Glinda is sad because she has lost her... Friend. Friend. She kind of knows what's going on with Fiero. I think she is knows that they're just together for... Appearance sake. Appearance sake. But, like, she knows... Yeah, she knows that it's not anything more than that. She is sad with the disguise of being, with the mask of being happy. Correct. Here's the thing. She goes. She, hold on. Be quiet. Oh, she's happy with, she's sad with being the front of happy. What? Me. So. Okay. There's a couple of things get lost. There's a kind of a sort of cost. There are bridges you cross you didn't know you crossed until you crossed. So basically, it's the such de- a good part of the song. The decisions you make in life, you don't realize the repercussions of them until after you make them. Yeah. But if that joy and that thrill doesn't thrill like you think it will, basically, you can make choices that you think might make you happy, but they don't they make don't. you happy. Okay. Okay. So she goes, here's the thing. I love my fiance. I love me and I love you people. So let Also, hold on, we missed a very small part. Go ahead. That Madame Marble was Marvel was like, Oh, they're engaged. Yes. And they were like, uh. And Fiera was like, What? That's news to me. Yeah. So basically she's like the the Aussians are like eating this shit. Because they love uh, her. Think of the wizard, Glinda, and fiance. Way couldn't be happier. They couldn't be goodlier. We couldn't be lovelier. I couldn't be happier. Who's she trying to convince? Herself. Them or herself? Herself. Thank goodness today. And she hits the highest note. Because she can. Me. Okay. So now here we go. Cut to Nessa Rose. This bitch. She is in wheelchair. She is now the mayor, governor. Govern- Munch- She's the governess. Of Munchkinville. Of Munchkinville. Like her dad was. Yes. Because he is. Dead? Dead. Yes. She's in charge. Yes. Lorge and in charge. And she is a bitch. She's also taking away rights 
of the munchkins just so Bot can I'm stay saying, with she's her. She's taking away the rights of an entire race of people just so she can keep her boyfriend. That's not right. No. Okay. I mean, I get it. Quiet you. So here's the thing. Alpha becomes, and she's like, you have power. You have political power. Yeah. I have actual power. power. I'm a nuclear bomb waiting to go That's off. Not, you're not really doing the right thing, so let's yeah. get you on We're not really talking about that moment now, are we? Ugh. Well, we are. Yeah, it sounds like we are. She's like, you're kind of manipulating a whole... You're kind of not doing great, so like, let me take you with me and like. She's like, basically, let's use what you have under your belt, mm-hmm. what I have under my belt. Let's fight the wizard together. Yeah. Let, let's be sisters. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nessa is so obsessed with Bach. She's not having it. Well, he hears that she wants to go fight the wizard, and Bach's like, "Here's the thing. Here's the thing." Love you, but I don't. I like Glenda, so I'm going to talk to her about it. Okay, bye. So wait, Nessa. Hold on. What? There's a reason he says that. Because they're going to leave. Mm-mm. Wait, go ahead. Because she lets her walk. We're not there yet. But that's what he, he doesn't say anything. You are right. I'm, I'm, sorry, sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are right. You yeah. are right. So Nessa's like, I don't have the power to do this. And she goes, oh, hold on. I have magic. So she pulls her book out, the yeah. grimmery out. And she goes... I'm a chant a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she points out her shoes. The shoes are now ruby slippers. Yep. These shoes give Nessa the ability to walk. Now that she can walk. Box like, this is my chance to fucking leave. Box like, she can have anybody. She's pretty. Yeah. She can get anybody. Box like, I stayed this long because she was disabled and needed me. And which I is felt the wrong, bad. Which is the wrong reason to stay. It is. But he felt bad. He didn't know how to break the heart of someone who... Could not walk. Like that's the wrong reason no, to stay. No, I agree with you. I know you do. I'm just saying the premise of this whole moment for everyone. Um, if you're in a relationship with a woman in a wheelchair and you're a munchkin who feels caught, don't stay. You're speaking to a very small, marginalized group of people. If you're getting this in Munchkin Land, <laughs> I have a hotline for you. So. Anyway. He basically says he's going to leave and he's going to go finally tell Glinda. He and Nessa her. says. Snatch the book, snatch the grimmery. Why Alphaba doesn't try harder to get it back, I will never understand. I think she's kind of just like, mm-hmm. She's like, okay, you do you. I think she doesn't know how to stand up to Nessa because she has always felt guilty. How do you stand up to someone who you have to take care of and who you think can't take care of themselves? So I think she's not seeing Nessa as a powerful person because she isn't. She wasn't. And so she doesn't think it will you. work. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't think you. she thinks it's an issue. Okay. Well, it is. So here we go. Nessa casts a spell on... Which, why can't she read it? Because she's not magically inclined. No, but she can't. She reads it enough to tell some sort she, of spell. She reads what she thinks is the words. Okay. That's, that's the thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. You can read the book, but magically inclined people understand but, what the words okay. say. Nessa misinterprets what a spell is. Yes. And instead of enlarging Mock's heart into loving her, she shrinks his heart so much it starts to kill him. Yes. Alphaba says, back the fuck up. You have fucked up so much you were killing this person. You're literally killing him. I am going to try to save him in the only way that I can. I'm going to read this spell to save him in a different way. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to this. She goes, here's the thing. I did this. I'm going to go try to set those monkeys free. I'll be back. 
And Nessa's like, you're only going to say Fiero, mm-hmm. bitch. Which is true. Yeah. Anyway. Well, here's the thing. Alfie leaves. Out walks the Tin, tin Woodsman. Tin Man, yeah. The Tin Woodsman. He's the Tin Man. He is. It's Bach. He's been changed into a Tin Man. And he's like, fuck you, I'm leaving. Okay. He, like, panics. Which makes sense. The Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz needs to find a heart. Period. See, it's all, this whole show is a series of callbacks and 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 things from movies and show whatever it's so good yes yes okay so then we go back to the wizard's house <sighs> the wizard's in his little workroom he's a bitch in pops Alfie she's like give me a fucking monkeys he's like hold on let me can I give you some backstory on me even though it's act two and she's like, I guess we have time for this. I guess we have song. I guess we have time for you to have another song. It's like a 30 second song. It's not that long. Wonderful? It's not that long. Okay, basically, he says, Here's the thing I'm not that intimidating. I actually, hold on, let me not spoil this for anyone. I was gonna say, careful. I haven't spoiled this for anyone. He goes, I'm not evil. What if you worked with me? Because here's the thing that happened I was blown, in the, blown into town. Ooh. Was blown into town by happenstance. In a giant balloon. Happenstance. Like in the movie. Like in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like in the James. Jo- what was his name? Uh-huh. The Franco brother. Franco. James Franco. James Franco. Oh. You know that, what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I forgot about that movie. Yes. With Mila Kunis. Yes, that was a good movie. It was. Anyway. He goes, why don't we work together? And because here's the thing. I was blown into blown into town and everybody thought I was magic and they called me wonderful. So why should I disappoint them? Why should I not live in the life of luxury? He's basically just a human charlatan. Period. So he goes, with your power and my know-how, we can both be wonderful. And she goes, that actually does sound really nice and they start dancing around and she kind of like bumps into a table and knocks over a um uh, a, a, a shawl sheet yes thing it's a, on a cage yes dr millen dillman dr dillman is in the cage but she goes like full wait cut a- mode <laughs> he's full cut mode that's the name of this episode <laughs> full cut mode full goat mode <laughs> so so, so she says, Dr. Dillman? And he, he goes, goes, man. <laughs> Literally. So she goes, fuck you, wizard. <laughs> and he, fuck she you goes, and the balloon you wrote in on. She goes, you almost got me, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got me there. So, so she goes, the wizard goes, oops, the green bitch is here. Help, help, please help. A Hello Dolly reference. So, um, thank you, Dylan. So, the the Fierro and Glinda come in. He's the captain of the guard. She is the first line of defense against yeah, the Wicked makes, Witch. And I guess the last line of defense. What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Okay, anyway. So, Fierro helps her escape in a way that doesn't implicate him. Right. Okay. So, Glinda sees him help. And she's like, she's like, this is, I always knew it. She goes, I thought I was pretty, but sometimes the pretty dog doesn't win. And then she sings a reprise of the same song 
Alphaba's saying, when Fiero didn't choose her. She goes. I'm not that girl. She goes, okay, hold on. She goes, I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. <laughs> she's the lowest note I, that I think wrist. she's ever heard. Okay. She goes, she goes to the wizard and Madame Morrible, and she goes, here's the thing. She's hiding, but if you attack her sister... She'll come out. She'll come out. Hold on. Glinda does not, in- does not say attack Nessa. She says, if she thinks Nessa is in trouble. Yes, you are right. Because she's like, so let's maybe like come up with like a ruse. Use her sister to draw yeah, her out. Maybe pretend her sister's in trouble. She is not in- like being like, fucking, let's hurt Nessa. Let's pull Rome. a Glock out. No, she's like, let's maybe set a trap. Yeah. Madame Morrible says, I think this calls for a change in the weather. And she flicks her hand, thunder rolls, listen to the run roll. No, no. Watch the sunrise. Fleetwood Mac. I know. If I sang it with you, don't you think I know? I guess so. You got me there, girl. A scene change. Okay. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. We're almost here. What are we at? It should be. Oh, we're here. They're in the woods. Kiss me too fiercely. Hold me too tight. I need help believing. Basically, I can't believe we're here. I'm green. You're the hot boy. But also, I've loved you since we were teenagers. Yeah. And he goes, listen, here's the thing. We can have this one moment together because we will never work as a couple. And he goes, just for this moment. As long as you're mine. Uh As long as you're mine. I'm not going to cry over this. I refuse. Okay. This has never made me emotional before. Basically... Let's share this intimate moment in the woods, and that's okay, because we might not ever get a chance to be together again. I think they both think that, like, their lives are either going to end with her having to leave or one of them having to die. Period. So there she, he was like, we sh- together we shine very brightly, but we can't, it's not going to happen. Like, Correct. it can't. Something bad is about to happen. Yes. And he goes... He goes, such a good song. And they, they like, have an intimate moment. They kiss. Yes. And he goes, what's wrong? And she goes, nothing's wrong. I just I feel, feel wicked. wicked. It's so cute. It's the name of the song. I feel... It's the name of the show. He says, what is it? Okay. He, okay, right after the song, though. Literally. Alphaba has a vision of a tornado and, and her sister in danger. And she's like, I got a blast. Mm-hmm. And so he says, here's the thing. If you need a place to hide. My family owns a castle. My family owns a castle. Go to my summer home. Yeah. What it comes down to. Yeah. Okay. Cut to Glinda is talking to Dorothy off stage. This is where we said, Glinda now has been. Now the movie is now connected to, now the movie and the show are at the same point. Yes. 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 We're also. Because that tornado is the tornado. Yes. Now Glinda has also, Glinda has been funny this whole show. She's so fucking funny. But also we see with the same stars and Glinda is literally talking to Dorothy off stage, off stage. And she's like, just take that road all the way to the Emerald City. You'll be great. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. So. Excuse me? Tragedy has struck. 
Because whereas Glinda said, let's pretend Nessa is in trouble. Madam bitch made a tornado. <laughs> Took it to a 10. That not only affected Oz, but affected the real world. Yeah. And brought a whole ass house down. Nessa is dead. On Nessa, and she is dead. Now, here's the bad thing. Here's where we fucked up as, as a friend. Glinda gave those shoes to Dorothy. Yeah, but I understand it. Why? She didn't know what they did. But, no. Those were her sister's shoes. Oh, yeah, I guess. What did those shoes what was do? The, hold on a second. What was the reason she in the movie, like, why did she give her the ruby slippers? Because Glinda knew they could take her home at the end. She's like, oh, you had to do it. It's like, here's the time okay, to go okay. home. So, yeah, why would she give it to her? Because she's a, a bitch. No, there had to be a reason. Glinda doesn't do anything. I don't have time for this Glinda right now. Glinda doesn't have a reason just to, doesn't do anything just to Here be we go. <sighs> Elfie comes out. She is angry. Pissed. She's so If she didn't have green skin, she'd be red. Listen, now she's saying, what's green and red mixed? Brown? Christmas. She's just like a candy cane swirling. Please. Okay, she's like... What the fuck did you do? And she's she, so mad. She's like, here's the thing. Wait, is this later? Hold on. Nope, this is later. I don't want to tell this joke too I, early. Okay. So she goes, I'm going to fight you in this field right here, right now. Glinda has her wand. Elfie has her broom. They ninja chuck it around. It's so funny. They start fighting each other. They throw the stuff down. They start physically fighting with each other. Fierro and some guards come out, and Fierro holds Glinda at knife point and says, let the green girl go. Mm-hmm. Alfie leaves. And Glinda's like, well, if I didn't know he didn't choose me, I sure as fuck do now. And here's the thing. The guards capture Fierro, and Glinda says, leave him alone. And even though she's pretty high up in the political system. And she's upset. They do not listen to nope. her. They crucify him. Literally crucify him. Okay. Then we go into No Good Deed. For like 58 minutes. She does. She basically, she's reading the grammar. But she's like so upset. She's like, can't. She's like, I can't focus. I can't read. Hooked on phonics cannot help me. Listen, she just found out Dr. Dilliman is a golden. An animal. Nessa's dead. Nessa's dead. And as far as she is concerned, Fierro's dead. And she goes, I'm going to try one thing to help him. That his bones never break. That his skin never tear. However they beat him, let him feel no pain. And let him never die. Let him never die. Okay, so she goes. She goes. She goes, Nessa, Dr. Dilliman, Fierro, Fierro. Always take it up. Yeah, I was gonna say, If you're not going to take it up, don't sing the oh, song. That was a good option that she took. Thank you. So basically she goes, she goes, I'm trying to, I've, I've been trying to help. I've been trying to help and everybody just sees me as green. So mm-hmm. fuck everybody. Yep. My... Road of good deeds led where all roads always lead. No good deed goes unpunished. Goes unpunished. She goes, she goes, let all of us be agreed. I'm wicked. And she means it. She is, she does. She's like, 
fuck you. She looks out into the audience, into the front row. She's like, fuck you. She's like, I'm I'm wicked through through and through. through. Since I cannot succeed in Fierro saving you, I that no good attempt I ever do again. Basically, she's like, fuck being good. Yeah. I'm done trying. She says saving Fierro is the last good thing she's going to do. And that's it. And after that? I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. out. Yeah. I've clocked out. She, everything I've done that's good, people have, it's only either gone wrong or people have perceived it as wrong and I'm fucking done. Yes. I'm done. She goes, so I'm, I'm out. Good for her. I understand. Me too. A person can only be pushed so far. You're going to perceive me as a bitch for so long? Fine, I will be a bitch. Period. Go for it. Period. Okay. Here we go. Cut to the March of the Witch Hunters. We're going to barrel through this. Basically, they're going to kill the witch. I do not enjoy this song. The only two things that matter in this song are the lion is there that she saved in Act 1. And they say if she had let him fight his own battles, he wouldn't be so scared. He's the cowardly lion. And then... So somehow they have made her saving an animal that was in a cage bad. bad. And then the tin man comes out and he goes, I have my own beef with Alpha... With the witch. Uh-huh. Basically, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be made out of tin. Which, not really. And they go... And, and Glenda... Wait, just... Glenda... Oh, ooh. Here we go. Madame Mor- I'm sorry for okay. pushing you so much. Madame Morrible is leading this charge. She's like, she's a bit. basically she's Gaston. Yes. In Beauty and In what, the mob song? Yes. Oh, it's called the mob song. Yeah, it's called the mob song. Yeah. Basically, she's like, I heard her say your mom. And everybody's like, what? that's <laughs> literally. So Madame Glinda's like, wait a minute. You control the weather. Double wait a minute. It was a tornado that killed Nessa. Yeah, Glenda's starting to be like, whoa, oh. She goes, wait a minute. I'm putting two and two together, and it's leading to the you're a shysty bitch. We're finally on the last page of this. Where are we? Listen. We're doing so good. We are. Okay. Okay, cut to, she goes, I have to warn anyone. Yeah. She floats her way. She's a friend. Hold on. Now hold on. She is. Let's float to... Glenda goes to the castle. Elphaba has glorify. Do it. I'm having a stroke. I didn't even know who you were talking about. Elphaba has Dorothy. Has Dorothy. And the flying monkeys. Correct. Yes. Okay. You know what she wants? The, the shoes. shoes. She just wants the shoes. Because what? It's the last thing to connect her to her sister. Yeah. Glinda comes in and she goes, listen, there's a mob coming. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta get out. Get out. Leave right now. It's the end of you and me. Jojo. Finish. Okay. And Alphabus like, I just want my sister's shoes. And Glinda, of all people, says, they're just shoes. Girl. That doesn't mean she's a bad friend. I didn't say she was oh. a bad friend. I said, of all people, oh, Glinda okay. says, they're just shoes. Oh, okay, yeah. Well. well, here's the thing. They get a letter from Chestery. Yes, that says. Fierro is dead. Dead. Dead as a doornail. Well. That's sad. They did torture him, though. They so they said, "Here's here's the thing. 
Elphaba knows what's about to happen. Glinda can't be a part of this. She goes, listen, they're coming for me. Thank you for the warning. But let's say our last goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Let's, we both fucked up yep. in ways where we could have helped each other. Let's forgive, our, let's forgive each other of our mistakes. And leave. On good terms. On good terms, yeah. Okay. Alphaba gives her the grimmery. And Glinda says, you know I can't read this. And she goes, I believe in you. You can read some of it, and you can learn to read all of it. Mm, I forgot about that. So they, and then they sing for good. It's so good. She goes, there's lots of things in my life that I tried to do, and I messed up at every turn. We kind of got a hint of this in No Good Deed. Yeah. This is more out of reflection yeah. than out of anger. She goes, I tried my best, but now it's on you. In a good way. Yeah. Not in a blame way. No, 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 no. She goes, I've heard it said that people come mm-hmm. into our lives for a reason. Bring, bringing lessons that we all have to learn. And if we are open to those lessons and we receive what they're trying to give us, maybe we can learn from the experiences that we have in it's life. It's the ultimate friendship song. Yes. It's like... It's such a good friendship song. So it actually stemmed from the writer of this, Stephen Schwartz, asking his daughter, if you were to tell a friend goodbye... How would you tell him goodbye? And she, like, her, like, answer was, like, the first verse of the song. (gasps) Period. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So they sing this whole song of, like, we fucked up. But throughout the last couple of years of our lives... Our connection has been a constant. Yeah. We've been friends no matter what, even if when when shit hit the fan. And because of everything that has happened and because you were there, I am who I am, you are who you are, because we knew each other. I am and for better or for worse. Because I knew you. Yes. For better or for worse, for good, that's who we are. And we'll be friends for good, even when all this is done. Yes. So, she goes, okay. She goes, should they say, even though we agree on this, who can say if what we're saying right now, who can say if I've been changed for the better, but because, because I, I knew you, because I knew you, because I I'm knew sorry. you. There's a third one. I, I have been changed, changed for okay. good. That's how I feel about you. Enough of you. <laughs> Stop. So. Why are you so mean to me? I'm not. So. The mob comes. <laughs> the mob is at the door. Yes. Alfie says, Glinda, you gotta hide. Yes, yeah, she doesn't want her to see what's about to happen. She knows. She knows. <laughs> Oh, that's five. So, Glinda hides, and through a scrim, we see... I love a good scrim. Like, I'm here for it. I always love it. Every time a scrim comes, I'm like, here it is. We're about to do something. We see the shadow... Of Dorothy. Of Dorothy throwing water on the Wicked Witch and her mouth. The scene we all know. Glinda sees it in real time. Right. Hidden. Okay. Everybody leaves. Dorothy goes home. Mm-hmm. 
Glinda goes to where the hat... All that's left is a hat. Which is the hat... That she gave, she gave her. her. She picks up the hat. There's a green bottle. It's the bottle. It's the bottle. That alphabet hat. She goes, fuck everyone. It's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get mine. She's like, I'm going to burn this city down. Yes. I, got, I lost the one friend that understood me. Yeah. She goes back to the wizard. She goes, fuck you. She b- kicks in the door. She's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And she goes, this is what you did. And she holds up the bottle. And he goes, I know that bottle. This is the goop of the season. Literally the goop of the season. And he goes, I know that bottle. I gave that bottle to a woman I had sex with once. The wizard is Alphaba's father. Yep. That's why he feels so parental. Yep. Mama. Okay. And also... That is why she's so strong with magic. Because she's part of both worlds. You get the best of both worlds. Fill it up, take it slow. Then then you you rock out the show. Okay, stop. So, Alphaba goes, fuck you, I have magic. Glenda. Glenda. Yes. You said Alphaba. Oh, sorry. Glenda says, fuck you, go home. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm tired of you with She goes, just go home. Just go. And he does. He takes Dorothy home. Get in your alphabet. Get in your balloon. Air balloon. And go home. Take the girl from Kansas back home and leave. Leave. And she goes, Madam Morrible, go to jail. Yeah. And she goes, I hope you rise to this occasion, but I don't think you will. Which is what? She said to her. Correct. Okay. That's not exactly what she says, but it's basically what she says. Okay. Cut to. We're back at the castle. For some reason. Why are we back at the castle? Well, we're back. No one knows. A scarecrow walks out. The scarecrow is Fiero. That's how because, she saved him. Yes, her spell worked. Because she said, take away his bones so they don't just break. She needs to be more specific with well, her spells. In the future, I'm sure we'll learn. She'll figure it out. Well, she didn't have the book anymore. She can figure it out. <sighs> she made a chair spin without the book. True. Okay, he opens a trap door. She faked her death. She did not melt. She does not melt. That was a lie. That was a rumor. But propaganda worked in her favor. Rumor has it. She used the rumor again for her own benefit. And he goes, here's the thing. We have to leave. And she goes, I'm sad. And he's like, why are you sad? And she goes, I just wish we could tell Glinda. That I'm okay. If, if, we, if I could tell one person, yeah. can I please tell Glinda? And he goes, our plan won't work. If we tell Glenda. And they both feel really bad. Like, he feels bad. Like, yeah. He would also like to tell her, but, like... they Everyone, everyone has to believe that yeah. they're dead. We're back at the beginning. The beginning of the show, yes. We're back at the beginning of the show. So the whole thing was a flashback after that one person was like, did you know her? You were friends with her. Period. Yep. We're back. Clever. She goes, who can say... Not, wait, we're not there yet. No. So... I was like, you skipped. We... Okay. Glinda is in her bubble. Yes. She's above the... T- she's above everybody. Here's the sweetest thing. Six. She... Shut up. <laughs> she says, we live in frightening times. Us. 2020. We live in frightening times. And there will be... Oh, no. There will be other times that frighten us. Don't hit me. (laughs) There are weird 
We live in frightening times and there will be other times that frighten us. But if you let me, I want to earn my title of Glinda Glinda the Good. Who can say if I've been changed for the better? And then both of them separately saying, because I knew you, no one mourns the wicked. They're still glad she's dead, but it is very somber this time. Glinda, because I knew you. I have been changed. And her moment is overshadowed by people rejoicing that her best friend yeah, is, dead. is dead. And as they rejoice that she is dead, her and Fierro escape out of Oz happily together. End, End of, of show. show. It's so good. I understand why it has run for so long. It. The twists, the turns, the clever-ass writing, where, like, every little thing that has, is said is somehow... Also, the callbacks to, like, insane. the source material. I'm sure there's more if we remember the book better. Oh, yeah. Well, the time dragon is a big part of the book. Yes, I do know that. Uh, it's just not really that featured. It's in the show. It's just not that featured, so... Well, it helps to bring the time... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is flashback. Yeah. That's wicked, baby. That's wicked, baby. You did really well. Yeah, and we're listen two oh six. We did. And we have to so cut some time. Good. I'm here for it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's because most of the stuff I wrote down were lyrics that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did. I need to see the show again. Y'all just remember to like and subscribe wherever you like to listen. Apple Podcasts is available now. Spotify too. There are other there are other places too. Um, do you have any pl- thing to plug? Yes, I do. Go for it. Uh, I I do my own podcast. It's called Morning Cup of Murder. It's a daily true crime podcast. It's like a little five minute, ten minute, little like on this day in history, this particular murder happened. It's fun. It's different than what you got here, but I think. But if you like true crime, it's something to do. So. To listen to, so it's just Morning Cup of Murder, and it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on everything, so. Yay! And I can't wait for our next episode. Yes. Don't forget to email me the things we talked about earlier. You should also have them email you shows that they might want you to do. Yeah, email me shows that you want me to do. I promise most of them are on the list. It's just one show a week. I, I can only do sh- one show a week. If I Your liver can only handle one show. That is also true. And also, I, I don't want to double up on shows on double weeks because oh. I will run out of shows and I, I don't want to do that. There's a thousand shows you could do that. So, you mail me what y'all want. I haven't talked about Town, but Town is coming, y'all. I promise. That's the first time I've talked about it this episode. Oh, no. So I have to talk about it each episode to ramp up to it. Um, Yeah. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I know I did. I know Lupin did. Lupin. Um, I'm bothered. And. uh, Oh, my God. This is the first podcast we didn't get interrupted by a child. No, the first one wasn't either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, No, yes, it was. Is there anything else? No. Wow. What a coherent episode. I know. This drink got us... Uh, we, we were good. We literally just have to cut out intermission. Dude. What a concept. What you got on me? Nothing? 
Anyway, um, like and subscribe at Booze and Broadway and email me at boozeandbroadway.com, uh, at gmail.com. There you go. And I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, and just like a person who has drunk too much. Yep. And the end of a show, it's time to black out, baby. Black out.